Hey everyone, it's episode number two of the TO, a Kansas City and WSL podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're struggling today. <laughs> oh my goodness. I oh man, it's been a week. It's been a week. Um, okay. Kansas City current podcast. My name is Cindy Lada, and with me, as usual, is my friend who is always willing to wing a podcast as we get ready for the season starting. Hi, Jenna. How are you? Hi. I am totally together and ready to go. Yeah. I had no one ever, but we got it. It's great. <laughs> we do. The great thing about this is that nobody knows that we're winging it. <laughs> Except for we just told them, but yeah, it's good. <laughs> it is good. Um, we're honest. <laughs> we're honest. Yeah, Jenna. It's here. The 2023 NWSL season is here. It, it kind of feels just like, it's like, whoa, we're starting another season. This is really happening. Here we go. I am totally unprepared. I know that. Hopefully the players are prepared. Hopefully the players are prepared. Um, yeah. Well, here we go. Jenna, season starts this weekend. So we're going to break down some of the big NWSL news, talk the Kansas City roster, which was recently released this week. I think, I don't think it was. All rosters were to be final this week and teams released them on Monday. And then of course, we'll preview um, the season. I'm hearing there's a lot of, there's a lot of predictions for Kansas City to win the season, like the whole thing. Um, Yeah, buddy, let's do it. Let's do it, which year later everyone's like i don't know about this team and i'm like oh they're serious contenders in 2023 so we'll we'll see how the season's gonna go um and then let's get the party started with the season all right jenna first things first nwsl wise is big news is that utah is coming back to the nwsl that was announced pretty recently that Utah's getting a team back, which is which is exciting because they lost their team in at the end of 2020. Was it 2020? Wow, that seems like so long ago. Um, but yeah. RSL, Real Salt Lake, was so so big back big background. There was a whole whole mess with the owner who brought a team to Utah. Anyway, MLS forced them to sell we all remember the and of course because of that because of all that happening kansas city got a team back so um anyway nwsl was like well what are we gonna do they pretty much had to figure out what to do with that team owner stepped in the longs and and um britney mahomes got a team back to kansas city but then one of the agreements was that eventually utah would have a team back and so the new owners of RSL did formally announce a team on the 11th. So that was, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah. We're going to have a I brand new Utah. team. Yeah. Rebranded. Same mm-hmm. name. Same Utah Royals FC. Obviously under new leadership and totally rebranded 
to um, expand the one Utah family and bring the Royals back to Utah, club owner Ryan Smith said. So, yes. So, yeah, name's going to remain intact. They're going to return to play at what was formerly known as Rio Tinto Stadium, which is now America First Credit Union Field. That's a terrible name. Um, And the logo is even worse. There's a whole podcast waiting for that that we are gonna skip but yeah yeah a lot has changed since 2020 um anyway so they're gonna share the stadium with real salt lake it's a great stadium been there jenna you've been there awesome it's it's really a beautiful stadium you you can't beat it um but yeah that's really cool i'm i'm excited i have i used to cover the utah team and i have a lot of good friends in utah and so i will actually will be covering the Utah I will also be working with the um, Utah team to cover Utah Royals so I might be busy in 2024 I'm not even gonna go into your schedule but sounds great yeah let's do it <laughs> why not um <laughs> why not anyway Jenna that's well, exciting yeah. Thoughts? it is exciting yeah I'm glad that Utah has a team back um I've got family out there too so it makes a nice connection to be able to see games there as well um and i think it'll be a fun it's just an interesting history then between kc and utah because so many of the players played in utah on that team um and so i think it's just an interesting rivalry but also like it's family kind of too it's it's a weird which sibling rivalry we're gonna call it a sibling rivalry that'll that'll be it um, but yeah, it's it's a beautiful area and a beautiful stadium. So um, I'm glad they've got a team back. Um, I know there's a lot that goes into the teams as well and in new teams and such. But I know that that community, um, the soccer community up there really missed uh, that team and losing them hurt a lot. Um, and so I think just for that soccer community to have it back is awesome. Yeah. And I mean, the MLS clubs, at least the fan base, already have such a such a rivalry with um, Sporting Kansas City and Real Salt Lake. Something to do with a final like ten years ago, and I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't really following Sporting Kansas City back then that much, but all I know is you mentioned Sporting Kansas City to anybody from Salt Lake City, and they will probably um, smack you with a broom. All right, so that's the big news out of adding another club in 2024. Is that number, what, 12? Yep, we're at 12. We're at 12. Number 12. Yeah. So that'll be 13. And then there's supposed to be more news coming for 14. Mm, Who will it be? There needs to be another Texas team. That, That state is so stinking huge. Maybe Austin. I've heard Austin. Mm. Um, I've heard Sacramento. Mm. Or mm-hmm. the Bay Area. Uh, I don't know. Everybody, everybody wants, everybody wants a team. So let's just, you know, skip from fourteen to who knows how many. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Um. All right. So also big news this week was that the league increased the salary cap and allocation allotments. This came in my inbox yesterday, but basically each team now has a minimum of one 
million nine hundred and seventy five thousand dollars available to spend on a 22 to 26 player roster for the season. This includes the one million three hundred and seventy five thousand salary cap plus six hundred thousand dollars in allocation money. Any unused allocation money from 2022 can be carried forward to 2023. And then, of course, what else? What else? Uh, something, something. Oh, uh, allocation money can be used to reduce the salary cap impact of a player's salary, pay, transfer fee, or loan fee when acquiring a player outside the league or trade. So uh, we never know what exactly a player is getting paid because that's not ever public. So how that affects players and blah, 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 no idea. But uh, the minimum salary now for players is $36,400, which is still incredibly low. That's a teacher salary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so obviously, probably players are making more if they're more um, known, famous. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We never, we never have access to that either um what else was different from that there is actually i believe have we heard before on how the canadian players have switched i like just how their allocation works and everything i do not know and i know that the canadian stuff is a mess right now so Mm -hmm. um that's a whole nother topic but yeah i don't know how that impacts the all of the different caps and internationals and all that stuff yeah so So that's what i was trying to look and yeah like i said the canadian federation is dealing with their own situation but um canadian players at least eight of them are not counted as international players um unless they retire or depart if they were to leave and then return to the league then they would be considered international player so for example the most recent one was aaron mcleod she yeah. retired. Yep. yep. She retired. But if she were to come back to the player. Um, but currently the eight players who are grandfathered in and do not count as international players are Alyssa Chapman, Michelle Prince, Quinn, Sophia Schmidt, Desiree Scott, Kaylin Sheridan, Christine Sinclair, and Bianca St. George. And yeah. So those were like the major, major things. There's the competition calendar, which we know um, starts. The season starts Sunday, Saturday, this weekend. Saturday. At the Saturday. That's right. Regular season begins. And then there's all these, like, Challenge Cup begins in the summer? Yeah. Okay. Over the um, – I don't remember if there's a game before the actual World Cup window, but most of them are around the World Cup stuff. Okay. So, yeah, just a lot. I'm still trying to every every year there's like a crazy change with with the roster and changes. And I know there's international player allotments and I'm like, I don't know any of them. I need to research. <gasps> don't worry anyway. about it. They're going to change it next year. It's fine. Yeah, I know. I'm like, whatever. Um, all right. So I think those are the major NWSL news. Um, what else? What else can we think of? We are totally winging this. Um... <laughs> uh, there's just the problem is there's just so much right now with the start of the season that 
it's just really hard to keep track of. But it is. I think that hits the the main things. FIFA, the women are on FIFA, so mm-hmm. check that out. Dabinia's highly rated. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. There's a really fun reaction video on the KC social media as they saw their uh, scores. So definitely check that out for mm-hmm. some low Levanta one-liners um, mm-hmm. as always. So yeah, I mean, yeah, everything else you'll see them through the season. Um, yep. As we go. There we go. And then the last time we recorded there's been some signings, I believe. Did we talk Michelle Cooper last time signing? I think she was the first. Did, yeah. Okay. And then the next one was... Um... Alexa Sponsor. Yep. Yep. And then recently were the three um, draftees. Three draft picks, dra- draft picks were signed this Monday. So... Three of the draft picks have professional contracts. That's defender Gabrielle Robinson. She was selected in the second round, number 15 overall. She signed through 2023 with an option for 2024. And then second round pick Jordan Sukowitz, number 18 overall. She signed through 2024. And then midfielder Rylan Childers, fourth round, 42nd overall sign for the season and then they kind of buried they kind of like headed the roster announcement with with all of that and i'm like oh and here's the roster so um i was like tricky tricky not too many major surprises no no um so 24 players jenna um yeah including 14 from the 2022 roster that went to the NWSL championship. Um, it includes, so breakdown of roster, goalkeepers, A.D. French, Cassie Miller, Jordan Silkowitz, defenders, Elizabeth Ball, Kate Delfalba, Hannah Glass, international spot, Alex Loera, Haley Mace, Addison Merrick, Gabby Robinson, Izzy Rodriguez, Mallory Weber, she is currently um, recovering from an ACL injury, and she could be back at any moment. She actually got injured last year, I believe. Maybe I believe maybe the second game of the Challenge Cup. It was early. It was early. It was in Portland. Dang Portland. Ugh, everything. We just have bad memories of Portland. Eh, it's fine. <laughs> Move on. We don't want to talk Move about on. them yet. Anyway, um, and Jenna Weinbrenner. Midfielders, Ryland Childers, Chardonnay Coran, Debinha, Vanessa DiBernardo, Morgan Gatrot, Lola Banta, Claire Lavoge. She also is recovering from a ACL tear. Sam Mewis, also recovering from um, knee injury and prolonging knee injuries and second in- surgery. And then Desiree Scott. She's also out. She's also not going to be starting the beginning of the season. But surprisingly, they didn't list her as anything. Anyway, and then forwards, Michelle Cooper, Kristen Hamilton, Cece Kaiser, Mimi Larson, which is a new international player for the season, and Alexa Spanstra. Um, you to be able to speak both English and Spanish. Uh, is Siri trying to correct you? Would you like me to be able to speak both English and Spanish? Uh, no, Alexa. Thank you. You're so welcome. 
<laughs> oh my goodness it's mm. why not yeah alexa we said alexa sponsor us so you know, just we put yeah. it all in there i know that's why she went off um all right jenna any surprises from the from this roster um i don't think so um i think we did our time last year with acl injuries so we should have none this season because no more of that um a bummer of course with sam us not being able to get recovered quite yet but hoping that she's doing well with her recovery with that kind of freedom um with that buyout for this year uh, to be able to do that and kind of restructuring of that contract. Um, Chloe Lagarzo is not on the list. Um, yeah. So it sounds like her contract also got bought out um, with that knee injury recovery. And he was recovered and then was having problems with plantar fasciitis, if I remember right, from the last podcast when we researched that. Um, so continuing having issues in that recovery so they bought her contract out um but otherwise we've got a good core and then just from like the preseason game rosters it looks like the core stays pretty consistent in the last two that they've done um but then the rookies are getting some time in there and uh, i don't i can't tell exactly what the formation is but it looks like it's gonna stay pretty similar Mm -hmm. uh, to what it was last year so I think, I mean, it, it tracks with the predictions that have been made by others that KC will do well this season with just having a really strong core back. So that'll be good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, no, no major surprises. I don't, obviously the big one is Sam Mewis, but that one we kind of knew that she was not going to continue. Um, not even Lagarso being gone surprises me just because – yeah, I see in this roster, I'm like, oh, no, what happened? Um, I, I think the rookies will do fairly well just because Matt Potter is a coach that really develops those younger players, as we saw last year with Loera and Weinbrenner and Del Faba. So, um, yeah, I think I'm interested to see how the international players do. Mm-hmm. I don't don't know much about them and when I don't know much about a player or have seen them play much I'm like hmm why did you go to Sweden for these players you know mm-hmm. um so I'm interested to see how they will do um obviously last year Claire Laboger was a great acquisition but then she got injured so um yeah I think I yeah I'm I think mostly just to see how Potter will utilize each of these players because it's a very stacked roster mm-hmm. and why they are picked to and why they are contenders for an NWSL championship this year and all these players stay healthy especially the Bina, De Bernardo, Gatrot. Yeah, this is going to be a really fun team to watch and I'm really excited to for the season to start. So yeah, and those three, the Bina, De Bernardo and Gatrot, I I'm interested, and even Scott, too, of when they're going to get, because none of them play the games, 
And I know mm -hmm. Davinia came in with a knock from international, mm -hmm. not major, but to limit her. Mm -hmm. And I don't know where Di Bernardo and Gacha are at for that. So I guess we'll see. But that's kind we'll of a big chunk of it. So <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? What's happening? I don't know. But... Yeah, it's 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 always preseason is always interesting because you don't really you don't I mean you don't get to see anything mm -hmm. like at all unless you attend um the practices and even then you're like I don't know so yeah. um yeah and I know I mean there was a tr open training session this afternoon but um and in the in the club always sends out like the videos and all that but I always forget to watch them because I don't know I forget. You don't have anything else going on in your life, so I don't. Fine. I I really don't. Um, <laughs> but my goal this season is to actually get some um, players on our podcast. So that'll be a big step for season Ooh. three of the current Teal podcast. <laughs> yeah, what are, it would. What are we called? The Teal. The Teal. The Teal. Current podcast. Podcast. Um. <laughs> Yeah, should be should be fun to see how how it all shapes out. So good luck. Good luck, Matt Potter. Mm -hmm. All right, so season starting Saturday, the Kansas City Current are going to be on the road taking on the North Carolina Courage, Jenna's former favorite team. And um I don't right? even recognize the team anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah yeah. All right, Jenna, are you no longer a Courage fan? I am definitely a Casey Kearns fan. <gasps> we got her, finally. <laughs> it only took three stinking years. Well, it only took, like, all of the players that I fell in love with from the Courage Aww, leaving, so which we got Dabinia, so <laughs> there's that. We had Lynn for a second, and we oh. had Sam for a second. We still have her, technically, mm -hmm. but, you know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we don't talk about Bruno. Yeah, we're just gonna leave that alone. Yeah, leave that alone. Let's not talk about Lynn Williams. But I know, I know, I know. Um, okay, so North Carolina Courage on Saturday at one p.m. The match is going to be on Paramount Plus. So if you're like me and cancel Paramount Plus for the off season, it's time to get that back. Yep, renew, mm -hmm. renew. Say yes, please. Get a free trial. Do what you need to do. Um, yeah. So there is going to be a watch party in partnership with Boulevard on Saturday, March 25th at Johnny's Tavern at the Power and Light District in downtown Kansas City. Doors open at 12 p.m. So that's this Saturday. Jenna, what? How does this one? How is this one going to look? First game back. What do you think? I think, well, I always pick the current to win because, you know, I'm a fan. <laughs> but I do think that the Courage had a huge shakeup over the offseason. Um, Dabinia came to us. Urseg and Carson Pickett went to racing. Um, those are the main ones that left. They, they do have some still solid players. Um, Emily Fox from racing went to the Courage. Uh, Carolina's still there. Mm -hmm. Tyler Lucy from ACFC went there. Mm -hmm. like, they still have a, a good 
core, but I know they picked up a lot in the draft, um, and they signed a lot of those. Um, so the Courage are going to be a young squad, mm -hmm. um, and I am thinking, hoping it takes them a minute to figure out where they're at um, to kind of get mm -hmm. that rhythm. And I think on the flip side of that, then Casey's returning such a core mm -hmm. that I, I'm hoping that we should be able to start on a pretty good solid front foot. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's my hope. Yeah, that is the hope. Yeah, like you said, very young team. Um, they traded a lot of players, and you mentioned a few of them, Fox, Lucy. They also acquired Narumi Miura. I believe I, I hope I said her name properly, but she was acquired via a transfer fee from um, Japanese top team Tokyo Verdi Velesa. Hope I said that right too. But um, so that's a big international acquisition for them. Um, obviously, the if you've ever seen the Japanese national team play, they're pretty good and solid. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, a lot of player movement. Um, younger squad for the courage. It like Jenna said, it's going to be a completely different team from what we're used to. But they do still have those veterans, like their go. Um, they have still their solid goalkeeper, Casey Murphy, who tends to be a starter for the national team the majority of the time, right? Sometimes, depending on Nair. Uh, sometimes, yeah. I, I'd say Nair's the number one. Murphy and she, Murphy and French went back and forth a little bit in the most recent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, so she's solid. Denise O'Sullivan is leading. Mm -hmm. there, is, is their captain. Um, and she is a really solid midfielder, so she'll be a good voice mm -hmm. for them. Um, and they also and have Brianna Pinto. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And Kiki Pickett. Yeah. Oh. From the current. Yep. 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 So she's done well. So they do have a lot of really solid pieces. Yeah. So see how it kind of falls together. But mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you think if the current can isolate O'Sullivan in the midfield um, and kind of take her out of the equation? That'll be a big, a big yeah. piece of it. Yeah. Yeah. And same coach, um, Sean Nahas? Nahas? Nahas, yep. Nahas, yeah. Yep. Um, anyway, so, and I mean, last year we were, we were like, oh, the courage are struggling. And all of a sudden they were like, <laughs> kind of almost made the pre the postseason. So yep. one thing I have learned is do <laughs> not count the North Carolina courage out because nope. no, but they, they will be interesting to watch just because of all the players movement they've had mm -hmm. this off season. Um, so obviously for Kansas city coming into the first game, they are, they went to the NWSL championship in October, sadly losing to Portland. We don't talk about Bruno, but um, so again, they are favorites coming into the season to reach that championship. They had an incredible offseason. All these acquisitions, <laughs> Michelle Cooper, Dabinia. We've 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 have fangirled enough about Dabinia. Um and what have and, we though? Is there no. enough? No. No. Um, I want a new jersey because I want her name on it, but I want a new teal jersey. What is going on with Casey's jersey release? Okay, so I that is interesting because they are the only I, they're I, the only team. Yeah, they are the only team that have not. I'm like, are you are are you sticking with the colors? Like, I, we we get nothing. 
No. What? I mean, oh. we, get, we get teal socks. Let's be content with that. I am not content. <laughs> I want a teal jersey. And I know they're probably waiting for the new stadium next year. But, like, can you add a little more teal to one of the two of them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So somebody asked me, somebody was like, hey, have you heard anything? And I'm like, no. And I was going to ask and I didn't. But I'm going to say, I think they're due for a home jersey this year. So if they're going to release anything, and this is just my speculation, if they are going to release anything, it's going to be a new home jersey. And maybe leading up to the first home game next um next Saturday on the first maybe but like it had better be good to hold us in suspense this long I don't know I will send an email but because the away is last year if I remember correctly so they alternate so if I remember from last year if I remember from last year I believe they would update this the red but I could be wrong. It could be hazy. I feel like we we're just in a weird because we had the rebranding. I know. Like I don't we I don't know what our cycle is because of that. I don't know. But they're due for a jersey. Like you you can't you can't go a year with no update jersey. You you just can't. We need something. Need Please something. let us give you <laughs> our money. Like, <laughs> but not as much money as Portland's jersey, because that is not happening. Oh yeah. Portland's oh. jersey was is um it is. It is Portland, Jersey. Okay, but I actually like it though. <laughs> I like the sleeves. Yeah. It it kind of looks like this like super badass tattoo that ooh scared of me with Portland we're coming to get you, you know. No. No. I'm not scared of you. <laughs> okay. A little confused by you. No, I <laughs> I think they're really cool, but All right, I know I know they've gotten a lot of like these are terrible jerseys. How dare you get these jerseys? But yeah. I think they're cool, and I think people are gonna love them, and they're going to be the coolest thing on this year. And I'm sorry, but I love I love the Portland jerseys. I don't. Oh. They tried something. Good job. Yeah, they have to be different. They're Portland. They stayed true to their brand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, so on the jersey trend, hot take. I'm going to say it. I think Kansas City releases a teal jersey next week. But I could be wrong. So. so, But it is time. It is time for a teal jersey. Like, come on. It's like the main color. Yeah. We've got to do something here. Come on. So, hopefully. But TBD. Okay. All right, Jenna, prediction for Saturday wins. Current or the courage? Current win. Mm. Um, I'm gonna give um I'm gonna give um two one, three one. Mm. Oh, there's just some ice Oh I'm in there. <laughs> mm, okay, so I say Two zero. Okay. Yeah. I do. I start eighty French off strong. Let's yeah. Do it. 
There we go. So, yeah. So, this will set the tone. But, again, even if they're loose, it's the first game of the season. Gives Potter a chance to figure things out. Um, so, yeah. Current season starting. NWSL season starting. This Saturday. Tune in. Paramount Plus. Or go to the watch party. Or watch at home. Whatever you gotta do. Um, I'm excited, Jenna. Are you excited? I am super excited. Yeah. That'll be great. Super duper excited. All right. So, anything else, Jenna? We got anything else on our Let's Wing It episode? Get your wings and enjoy the game. Yep. Yep. Thanks for listening.